Good morning, and welcome to Game Changers Devotional. Uh, we're so glad to have you on the call this morning. And uh, I want to remind you that if uh, you didn't, you know, let me just say this, if you didn't get the text this morning, I think it's because of the service that we use maybe having some issues. I tried to send out a, another text when the first one didn't go out, and apparently uh, it's uh, some delays or some issue with the uh, that uh, particular service. So uh, if uh, if you get that text or you just want to share that number later on today with folks, that's fine. And uh, we do have a Facebook page where we do try to put the recordings up each week so that you can go back and listen to the recordings. Or you can go to Spotify and look up Game Changers Devotional and you can find all the recordings that we have uh, of the last several years. So uh, this morning I'm going to be leading uh, the devotional. And uh, like I say, uh, when I was in college, I can tell you that I really um, – I had this print that was a uh, photographic print that I would see in the mall that was framed, uh, and I would look at it, and it sort of, at that time in my life, seemed to define success for me. And that picture was just nothing more than a four-car garage, and each bay had a sports car in it that was quite expensive. And so it was just simply had a caption on it that says, Justification for Higher Education. And so that, you know, my 20s, I was focused on trying to get a four-car garage and a bunch of cars that were expensive because I thought that's what defined success. In Titus 1.16, Paul warns against people who profess to know God but in works uh, deny him. Well, early on in my career, I can tell you I wasn't denying God, but I certainly wasn't actively promoting him either. And when when I was choosing a career path, I can promise you that I wasn't thinking about anything than, other than how much money do I have the potential to make. In 1 Timothy uh, 6, 9, Paul warns us against improper motives in choosing a career. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and harmful lusts which uh, drown men and destruction. I can tell you that I met a gentleman by the name of Bill uh, about 20, probably six or 27 years ago, uh, Bill was a plumber. He didn't own the company that he worked for. He wasn't a supervisor. Uh, he lived in a modest home, and now Bill's retired. And every day I can tell you, uh, every day since I've known him, he's served the Lord, and he's done that with gladness. And I can tell you, I don't know anything about his bank account but I can tell you that he's one of the richest men that I know because he figured out in life how to be rich and it didn't have anything to do with money. In Ephesians 2.10, Paul writes, For we are his workmanship created in Christ uh, Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You know, like I said, while I was focused uh, on the wrong opportunities I had, in, you know, when I was younger, um, you know, and I desired this thing. God had equipped me to have a career path that would, you know, that he would choose for me. And I can tell you from personal experience that when you surrender to the call of what God wants, uh, you know, you to do. And you start looking for opportunities to serve him, you will stand in awe of what God can do through you. From about a year into my career in claims with another company, I felt like I was doing something that God wanted me to do. Uh, he moved me along with my wife into a city where we had no friends and no relationships with anyone, no family, 
but God put us in an incredible church where my wife worked as a staff member for several years. And God provided a job opportunity with farmers in, in, uh, back in 2004 and then moved me to the department I'm in in 2012. And I began to realize that God was working in my heart on what I should be doing every day when I moved to this department. As I began to serve God every day uh, at work, other things fell into place for me personally. I can tell you that I felt more successful letting God lead me than at any time in my career. Uh, And I can tell you a lot of times I was trying to drag God down a path that I thought was best for me and for God and not going down the path that God wanted me to. You know, God has given everyone a unique set of skills uh, and capabilities. Sometimes he's even given us limitations. He's given us desires, strengths, and even weaknesses. And the challenge for us is to find somewhere that best aligns with our unique makeup. You know, I'm a strong proponent of you having people in your life that know you and know you well, people you can trust and are willing to have an honest conversation with you. And by doing that, a lot of times that can help direct you where you need to go as far as your career path, having those God-fearing people that know you and that they can direct you and give you good, sound Christian advice. 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all um, to the glory of God. And I think sometimes we go from past and we basically blow past the part that says whatever you do. And uh, I was reminded about a story that Jacob James uh, shared with me and on this call before, and he said he was staying in a hotel and he'd gone down for uh, into the lobby for breakfast, and he was sitting there. He noticed that there was a hostess that was making sure there was plenty of food out for everyone, but she was stopping by each table, and she would make conversation uh, with the folks. And before she would move on to the next table, she would say something like, God and I want you to have a blessed day. I remember Jacob saying she was so encouraging to each one of those people at the tables that he couldn't wait for her to stop at his table. You see, that lady had figured out the whatever you do. You know, there's sometimes that we're in careers that naturally will just lend themselves to glorifying God. Uh, other careers may make you be a little creative about how that you can go through and you can serve God. Uh, but God has put you in the position you're in because he wants you to be able to glorify him. Every day that you work, you can turn into a day of service. No matter what career you choose, your first job requirement is serving others. You can positively impact other people's lives. You know, uh, Can you bring joy and hope to people who need it? Can you make someone's life better? Can you ease someone's troubles? I can promise you that there's not a salary out there uh, that's guaranteed. There's not a stock option. There's not any benefits package out there that can equal the value of the promise we find in Hebrews 6.10. God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. So are you struggling maybe today with a career change or move into a different you know, job within your company? Uh, you know, Do you really like the job that you're in, but you haven't been serious about finding ways to serve God? Are you getting closer to retirement and thinking that your best days are behind you? If you're in a job that you love, maybe it's time for you to claim 
specifically 1 Corinthians 10.31, and get serious about the whatever you do part. And you start doing what you do for the glory of God. You know, and if you're a seasoned employee and you're getting closer to retirement, um, remember that you've got a wealth of knowledge that can be shared with those much younger than you. And I encourage you to seek out those people that are younger uh, that could use uh, your gift of knowledge and provide them with insight and direction uh, that you have. I believe God will bless you when you do that. You know, I hope that each of you can connect with the whatever you do that we've talked about this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day, and I just pray that you would um, you would just be with uh, each and every person on this call, dear God, that you would help us to serve you and find opportunities to serve you, dear God. Um, I just pray that, that uh, you would open up our hearts to, to those opportunities and, and uh, that as we seek you out, dear God, uh, people see uh, your light through us and what we do each day in our workplace. I just pray that you would be with everyone on this call, that you would just um, keep them safe, dear God, and be with their families, and we lift them all up to you, and I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.